What's up everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. I want to tell you a little story about uh, my uh, T206, Walter Johnson, and how UPS uh, mishandled things. So let me uh, kind of tell you at the beginning kind of what happened. So a number of months ago, I think it was probably in, uh, maybe April or so, I went to an auction house uh, website and I found a beautiful T206 on, uh, Walter Johnson uh, portrait and it was graded by SGC 1.5. The front displayed very nicely. The back had uh, some damage, but the back damage was basically the main culprit for uh, uh, it grading so low, which is exactly what I go for. So um, I ended up uh, making a bid on it on the last day and I won. I was like, wow, can't believe I won this because it was uh, something where uh, almost kind of like a spur of the moment uh, bid. I think uh, I think I probably I think that's probably pretty accurate because uh, normally whenever I go for cards at auction houses, I'm kind of in tune with them for the entire you know couple weeks or month that they are up, and I'm tracking them and seeing how uh, how high they're going and then kind of making a decision whether if I want to go on it or not. This one was completely different. I think I probably put a low bid on like the first day and then I think probably a month or so later when it was ending, maybe it was two weeks, I don't recall, it was either two or four weeks, um, I uh, uh, saw the price and I go, huh, I think I can bump this up one more. So I ended up putting my bid in and won. And so I was pretty excited about it. I wasn't like jumping out of my skin excited because I normally don't uh, do spur of the moment large purchases like that. This is a uh, you know Walter Johnson T206 after all. It's a massive deal um, for me anyway. And uh, but anyway, so I, I won it and I uh, paid the auction house and I waited and I waited and I waited. <laughs> Come to find out, UPS lost my card and i was thinking oh my gosh i can't believe this happened and never in a million years would i have thought that ups would have lost my card i don't think i've ever had any issues with ups i don't think i've had any issues with fedex either um the main ones i've had issues with are usps and all the nightmare stories you hear about are from usps and so I never really even, I just assumed they were going to, it's going to show up. So I go back and forth with the auction house and they said, yeah, they'll find it. Don't worry about it. Just, uh, you know, give it a, give it a little bit of time. They'll, you know, they'll sort it there. We have it in like some sort of like a vault thing or whatever. And so because it's a, a bigger card, uh, more valuable, they, they have it in their, you know, secure facility or whatever it is. Okay. Well, so I wait and week or two passes and I think at the end of two months <laughs> ultimately what happened was uh, they ended up cutting me a check to refund me uh, because UPS did in fact lose a T206 Walter Johnson portrait <laughs> who knows where it is I mean does does that mean that it was like uh, 
you know, torn up by one of their systems or was it stolen or, uh, I mean, was a T206 Walter Johnson portrait like destroyed? Like who knows? I'm not really sure. Um, but anyways, I, I was not really too terribly disheartened because, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's rare by today's standards, but you know, there's like 1100 of them or so in the T206 registry, which, you know, obviously you think is probably, uh, not going to seem rare when you take into consideration all of the cards now that they print like almost every single day it seems like they're one of ones or a five cents 25s that sort of thing um but either way uh you know it's a special card and uh you know i don't have any walter johnson's and so i i really think that walter johnson like i see him as like the greatest pitcher in baseball history and uh you know a couple a couple facts about him um i think they uh I think he was the first pitcher that they tried to measure uh, his uh, fastball because, you know, kind of like what Ty Cobb said when they first, uh, when the Tigers first met Walter Johnson, they saw this guy and, and Cobb said he just, uh, everybody thought that he was just some country bumpkin and, you know, they were shouting at him, making fun of him and, uh, you know, like, uh, hey, uh, hey, you country bumpkin or whatever they'd say back then. And uh, then all of a sudden uh, they come up to bat and they say it was like he was, uh, the ball just disappeared. Like he, uh, I think Ty Cobb said that the ball hissed with anger, I think was the, was the terminology. It just whizzed past him and it's nothing like anyone on the Tigers had seen before. And of course, so Walter Johnson went on to have a very successful career. Uh, very, <laughs> he was on a series of very bad teams with uh, the Senators, though. So, uh, you know, he, in some of his, uh, uh, some of his years that he pitched, he actually had a losing record, but a phenomenal ERA. Because, like, he would, uh, you know, might lose some games one nothing because his team just wouldn't score for him. Um, number of shutouts that would be one nothing. Um, I think he actually, I could be wrong, but I think he holds the record for uh, for shutouts. Uh, but you know, he's just a special, special arm, special individual. Uh, so they uh, they end up trying to uh, put a uh, or you know measure how fast that he pitched, and so. I think it ended up making the um, newspapers that it was like at 122 feet per second or something. And they used like some sort of like military uh, equipment to do this. I think they had like some sort of wires that the ball would have to break through, if I remember correctly, uh, closer to home plate. And from the time it breaks the wires to the time that it hits another. Uh, you know, another target or something is, was like how they would measure it. So 122 feet per second, um, you know, people start thinking a lot of times like, oh, the players back then wouldn't be able to uh, compare with what the players could do now. And so, but they were saying that 122 feet per second is a big deal. Remember, miles per hour was not really a thing back then. Um, so 
uh, you know, you do some math, come to find out, I think like 122 feet per second uh, is like 83 miles an hour or something. Like it's nothing. But, but one thing, especially when you start thinking about guys like, uh, you know, Bob Feller hitting 104, Rawls Chapman hitting 105, Nolan Ryan in the triple digits. Um, and you have all these guys that have obviously thrown significantly faster than 83 miles an hour. Well, one of the main differences uh, between now, and I'm talking about like Rawls Chapman especially, um, and some of the other guys is, you know, some people are saying the radar's juiced, quote unquote juiced, meaning that maybe uh, it's better for Major League Baseball to perhaps uh, have faster balls <laughs> or have it seen as faster balls than they actually are. Um, I don't know if there's any truth to it. It's just that's kind of one of the rumors that's going around. Uh, another thing is, which this is a big deal here, guys, is uh, when Walter Johnson was, uh, was measured, as far as speed goes, is it was measured at the end of the pitch. Uh, when Rawls Chapman, for instance, was measured, uh, like nowadays the radar picks up uh, right when it comes out of the hand, which is basically the fastest time that the ball uh, travels is like when you, right when it comes out of your hand. Because when that ball travels 60 feet, six inches, the further down that trajectory it goes, uh, the more air resistance that the ball has to deal with. So um, there's been, you know, they did some mathematics through it as well. And they basically uh, found out that uh, perhaps, I think it was uh, while Rawls Chapman uh, hit 105.1 miles an hour, uh, if it were measured the same way, Nolan Ryan and Bob Feller, I think, would have hit 107 or 108, uh, which I thought was incredible. So uh, thing is, is it would have put Walter Johnson around 93 miles an hour. Um, but another thing that's interesting is I'm not sure if they're taking into account the resistance of the wires that the ball had to go through. Uh, so, you know, you very well could have a pitcher over 100 years ago having hit triple digits. And that would really explain why everybody else had such a hard time uh, dealing with Walter Johnson. He was the guy, I would say, that uh, popularized the fastball. You know, that he was, uh, he was the guy that everybody wanted to come and see because he was something really special, like a very talented man. And uh, so, yeah, he would uh, be somebody that I would consider uh, to be like the best pitcher in baseball history. Now, an interesting uh, uh, side point to this as well is Babe Ruth faced him, I think, six times during his career. And interestingly enough, Babe Ruth ended up beating him five of those six times, if I recall correctly. So, you know, that's how special Babe Ruth was. That he even beat the best pitcher uh, five times out of six, uh, which I think is just like a phenomenal piece of baseball history. I just <laughs> I love that stuff. Um, but anyway, so, and, and there's other baseball players or pitchers that I truly admire, like obviously Cy Young, uh, Christy Mathewson, uh, those are the three that pop up for me at, uh, you know, pre-war 
uh, 20th century pitchers. Those are the three main guys that are my go-to. Walter Johnson, Cy Young, and Christy Mathewson. And uh, so, uh, and also uh, the nickname. So we have Walter Johnson was the big train because it sounded like a train when he pitched. Uh, Christy Mathewson, I think, was the big six because I think he had six different pitches. And Cy was Cy. So I think they named him Cy for short for Cyrus <laughs> because he was a, a country bumpkin apparently too. And his real name was Denton True Young. So not Cy Young, that wasn't his real name. But ultimately that nickname uh, changed from being Cyrus to Cyclone uh, because he was uh, such a good pitcher also. So just a little bit of extra uh, fun history there for you. So, um, anyways, back to my story here. So the, uh, uh, the T206 Walter Johnson never got here. And I was really kind of bummed, but not really because I know there's others out there and I filed it under, it just wasn't meant to be, which is kind of, uh, funny because there are very, very, very few cards out there that I want that I could just kind of shrug off like that if something lost, if uh, something was lost out there. So if there's a Conseco card, for instance, that I'm going after, uh, that I, that lost in the mail, I would be really upset because generally speaking, it's going to be a really special card or, you know, that's really, really hard to find. So, or uh, gosh, I couldn't imagine like if my uh, gypsy queen, uh, King Kelly, was lost in the mail. I mean, <laughs> I would be so upset. That'd be so terrible. So, uh, anyways, I ended up getting the check back. So the money's back in my account. And probably a week or two later, my buddy Jay, uh, I just noticed on uh, that he posted a Walter Johnson for sale online and it was about the same price only it wasn't a t206 it was a t3 so a t3 you probably know as a turkey red what a turkey red is it's about a five by eight cabinet card and these are some of the most beautiful cards ever made and uh, i was really excited about that i was actually considering uh turkey red walter johnson um about Huh, I want to say two or three months ago, but I never pulled the trigger. So when I saw Jay's, I go, huh, let me take a look at this. So um, we ended up doing a deal and I got it in. I go, oh man, this is beautiful. It's full color and uh, it's like a full uh, lithograph of his full body on the mound, the beautiful background. And, you know, remember uh, Walter Johnson pitched for Washington. You look in the background of his card, you see the Capitol, which is really cool. So it's kind of a fun landmark uh, piece that's now 110 years old that shows the Capitol in the background also, which is just incredible. I think it's just such a cool piece. And by the way, his alleged mentor, Gabby Street, uh, catcher uh, for Washington, he's in the set as well. And not only is the Capitol in the background, but also the Washington Monument. So why is that important? Well, 1908, Gabby Street uh, set like uh, Guinness Book of World Records or something like that uh, for catching 
uh, the world's like longest tossed ball or something. I think somebody tossed a baseball off the top of the Washington Monument, highly publicized by the way, and he catches it. So Google it, there's a whole lot more to it and I'm probably missing some details or getting some details wrong, but it's fun that the artist of the Turkey Red cabinet of Gabby Street, Walter Johnson's mentor apparently, uh, had painted that in the background. Really, really neat. So the other piece of this is, by the way, uh, the Turkey Red is such a neat piece uh, to display. Just a really, really nice piece to display. Like I, uh, um, I probably enjoy looking at this, uh, at this card a hundred times more than I would the T206. And that's something, saying something because the T206 is just a wonderful card. It's, uh, it's iconic. But here's something else that's interesting. The T206 Walter Johnson that has 1100 plus in the PSA uh, pop report. Uh, and, and surely, you know, keep in mind, there's a number of different backs that these that the Walter Johnson comes in for T206. There's some that are like ridiculously rare. Like I'm talking like only a handful, like maybe a, a Hindu back or a Lennox back. I don't really know exactly all the different backs, but there's some backs that are just ridiculously rare. So anyways, the uh, um, Tito 6 in total for Walter Johnson, over 1100. The turkey red Walter Johnson has just 31 in the PSA pop report. So it's, <laughs> it's like on another level rare and uh, just a, an incredibly beautiful piece. It's kind of fun because you have a card that was, I think it was like a, uh, a mail-in premium or something. But it's kind of fun for me because I see this and I know where at least two others are. Uh, actually, no scratch, I think at least three or four others are. And it's kind of fun to realize that I know where over 10% of the PSA population of these uh, Turkey Red Walter Johnsons are. I think that's just kind of a cool thing um, because uh, it's 110 years old. I was just talking about how, uh, you know, the, the last podcast, how it was kind of fun that I knew where the majority population of a 2010 Exquisite was, and that's only 11 years old. <laughs> so 110 year old card, that's another level. So anyways, uh, yeah, it was kind of a uh, uh, serendipity thing, I guess. Um, really kind of uh, neat. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm happy that it got lost now because I was able to uh, pick up the turkey red instead. But uh, <laughs> kind of, uh, I guess a lot of times these things don't go your way. But you know, finally, uh, or thankfully, this one did go my way. So uh, uh, very much, very much so happy with the turkey red. So, anyways, that's the story of how UPS lost my uh, Walter Johnson, but I was able to uh, make it up with something even cooler. So anyways, thank you guys for listening. I hope you all have a great rest of your day.